1: the Moving to
2: Oneness podcast video. I'm your host, Mayurine. And today I have two magical women with me, and I'll speak about them in a moment. And why I'm so happy about this is they are as multifaceted as I am. They love everything that exists and cherish everything that exists. And just that, this simple touch that they bring into everything they do in life shines out, radiates out into the world. So that's why I'm so happy that they'll radiate out (laughs) through our show today. So hello, I have Carol. Serene Borgens, you are in uh, British Columbia, Canada. Welcome to the show. You are a channel and you are very clear. I'll speak why I'm saying that Uh, everyone, I have read their book. We'll talk about that in a moment. And the first thing I noticed, what Carol, what you brought through uh, is not very normal. It's going to be the new normal for many of us, but you're in a way already leading many of us light workers or channels into a higher vibration that we can stay constantly in that vibration to bring this clear information on to this earth. And I'm, I'm very thankful for you for taking that upon you of becoming so courageous uh, to do that. And then I also have uh, Penelope, John Hay- uh, Jean Haynes sitting in Florida. So you both are spread apart and I think the similar distance then over to me, <laughs> to Germany. And you have to speak about your whole own profession because I cannot highlighted probably as beautiful as you can but you took the moment because you're so curious how to advance uh, enhance uh, how we humans treat uh, our planet and how we work can better work with our environment and so you took it upon yourself to ask many questions that you have had and will have of Carol to write a magical book. Yeah. And to do undo earth. Now what better title than that to take a look at our planet and see how and we can dissolve what we've created as fast as possible. So thank you very much, both of you for being here And Carol, I would love to ask you and share with the listener how you got into channeling, because you're also an author. You write children books there. You channel also a bit. Can you share a little bit of um, what got you to do this?
1: Yes, and thank you. As I was learning as much as I could about everything metaphysical, I was interested in channeling. And as I began to learn to do it, it came to me in the form of automatic writing. I'm not a voice channel, but it comes through an automatic writing. And there was an evening when I was writing. I was communicating with spirits that were simply looking for contact of any kind. And I realized the energy had shifted um, in my writing in my office and the handwriting changed and it became an introduction from Pax to me, who indicated that he was looking to find if I would be willing to become a channel, the channel uh, for himself, because he had as, and now I say he, this is the divine wisdom source, the collected consciousness. I simply refer to Pax as he. He was looking to bring messages of significance to mankind at this time um, regarding all things, particularly the environmental crisis we were in. Um, I asked uh, if, if there was a reason he chose me. He indicated he, which I liked. He said, you're new at this. you have no bad habits and you will change none of my words. So <laughs> yeah, I did. So I um, I was quite um, taken aback, as you can well imagine. I asked for time to consider this request as I recognized the responsibility it would bring to me if I agreed. Um, I took a week or two and then in fact did agree and since then I have been channeling uh, PAX's wisdom uh, putting it into file folders for future use Um, the agreement that I made with PAX is that it would be put It, his wisdom, would be put into book form and shared with the world. That was our agreement. And if I would agree to that, we would move forward. So as I didn't have a way at that moment of of getting it into book form and published, I simply kept writing and collecting it, trusting in the universe that one day I would be brought together with um, what I would need to fulfill. Um, this agreement and this obligation to PAX and actually get it into book form. So, beginning to write the children's books, which were channeled from PAX, which I published, uh, was the start, and um, it grew exponentially. And here we are, together with Penelope and uh, the wonderful "Do unto Earth" book, which is um, very all-encompassing in, in its its wisdom. And, uh, and thank you to you, we're now able to share with your audience.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. What I um, so love about it is because uh, what, why I said you're so courageous. The topics are really not mm, easy. They touch many of our thought patterns, thought structures, social elements, um, cultural elements. And you shed new light on it so I can understand. you knew, noticed a little, <laughs> probably knew a little bit already beforehand what was arising and to say yes to that in, in a way also to take uh, then a little bit the heat for it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is that's why I said it's amazing that you said yes but I probably you felt that there is the need and you couldn't say no anyway, right? (laughs)
1: Right, absolutely right. You know, sometimes we find our purpose in our lives accidentally. Sometimes we can search, but we're searching aimlessly and suddenly one day uh, it appears before us. And if we recognize it and have the courage Uh, to go forward towards it and accept it it opens a whole new chapter in life and that's what happened
2: thank you for being so open and saying yes to a new purpose so Penelope, how did you find carol And, and and uh please share with us how you both came together because in the book you start asking Carol the questions, so Carol can be really open to ask them to PAX or you ask them to PAX. On everyone, Uh, uh, PAX means, if I understood correctly, peace. And it's a Latin word. Um, So the book will bring a lot of inner peace, I believe, and the peaceful energy that is shed through every word that you two have (laughs) written.
0: So please carefully tell us. Yeah, we certainly hope it does bring peace. So Carol and I connected because Carol for many years does channeling sessions for individuals. Mm-hmm. And she's still doing that today. So if anyone's interested, they can contact Carol for that. Mm-hmm. And so I had gone to Carol for some channeling sessions. And Carol was aware of the work that I was doing the, the questions that I would bring to her to ask spirit were about my work. And this is, uh, as a virologist, I'm the founder of the Viral Energy Institute. So I study things like contagious energy and social interactions and in the environments all around us and environmental repair. So what's near and dear to my heart is wildlife species extinction, what's going on with our plastic problem and pollution problem on this planet. And these are the things that I was working on. I also had from my first book, which is titled The Magic of Viral Energy, I was bringing that message, that viral energy message to a global scale. So the first book was about the personal and interpersonal relationships, which is this book here. And then Mm close up, the second book was slated to be called Do Unto Earth. And that was to take the message of viral energy and these pockets of contagious energy to the global scale and what those impacts are on our environment, so These are attitudes and intentions also have impacts on our environment because it all starts there. You know, our ability to pollute starts with those attitudes and intentions. So that was the idea. And so in uh, going to Carol for a couple of sessions for channeling, my questions were around, you know, is this the right direction? Will this next book be published? You know, who would publish it? All of those sort of questions of just wanting a little peace of mind, which often a channeler can give you through the spirit energy that they are channeling. is more just peace of mind for the direction that you're going in. So we had been acquainted. And then one day I got a communication from Carol saying that Pax, who is the spirit energy that she channels, wish to offer wisdom and support to the Viral Energy Institute. So this was kind of like a wonderful moment, you know, to have the spirit world want to help with what I was working on. So that was fantastic and that's how it started. So I was on book tour at the time and three weeks later when I returned to Florida, Carol and I started the very next day. So my background is as a journalist, uh, ABC News for five years. I've also been an expert on national shows here in America such as Dr. Phil and international shows all over from you know Pakistan to England, all over the place as an expert on this field of contagious energy known as viral enology and social interactions. Sometimes I just get called in to talk about pressures in social interactions and Mm -hmm. society. So um, that was, we started right after I returned from book tour and I sent Carol 10 questions to ask of PAX regarding this, this topic, this mission. And it was very shortly thereafter, within a couple of days, maybe a week that you know i said wow this sounds like the book do unto earth i mean this is coming together so nicely maybe this is not just support and wisdom for the institute maybe this was the book and so i asked carol can you ask pax you know if this is intended to be the book titled do unto earth and of course the answer came back yes and we do love that title so much because just the title alone tells you everything that's in the book because it's the golden rule you know, do unto earth and everyone knows what comes next as you would have earth do unto you. So it really says that all and that's what this book is about. It's a environmental, you know, a deep dive into environmental issues, but it's not just talking about issues in some, you know, dark way of going through this litany of our issues on this planet. It is solution after solution that in most cases we may have never dreamt of because it's coming from the spirit world. Who wanted to intervene at this time to say that you know we have gotten to a critical point on this planet we're at this point of no return and pax actually says in do unto earth that we have 8 to 12 years left before a fail-safe point is reached for the wellness of our place on this planet and planet earth will go on she repairs herself he made that clear but that we are staring in the face of our own You know demise because of our own actions and if we continue it doesn't mean the end of the world in that time frame what it means is if we continue on this trajectory without changing our ways and this is everything from the way we pollute this planet with impunity to the way that we have discord and disunity between our peoples and our attitudes and intentions if we continue in this trajectory that we will be at that point of no return in that time frame so it's a critical message but it's also a message just filled with so much love and hope. And it's really an interesting read.
2: Yeah, I have to say it's, it's fascinating because there's a question and time is taking to read, uh, to be answered and it brings new um, vocabulary, which I love a lot. It brings back uh, the conversation of sacredness in the vocabulary, in our languages, in the way we treat each other. And that's why my heart was was uh, uh, smiling. Yeah, I, I myself, I love the idea of bringing out the beauty in people. So because if I see my beauty in myself and I can live it, I see the beauty in you. And when we both, we three and everyone else sees the beauty in each other, then it becomes very easy to see also the beautiful blue planet we live on. Yeah. And it's it's a gem in the cosmos, and everyone, please understand that even for many star nations, we are known for and um, for our gorgeous place, and that is time for us to cherish it, and to see what is out there. And I love that in the book, Carol. I'll come back, but but I have to say this: we. We have still, many of us, uh, most of us, in, 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 in what kind of uh, way or another, we are still a little tinted of a, a thousands of years of um, cultural changes, uh, uh, conquerors uh, uh, being put down, and we have been uh, not living our natural state as human beings. And this book is supporting so many without having to find so many teachers or finding the ancient rituals, you know, because they're just now coming also to life all to support us coming out of the the woods, right? To support us, to move into our natural state. So we become one again with everything that exists. And this book is gonna help so, so many in different levels, so probably they're gonna read it one time, and I can't even read it so fast because there's so much the vibration that comes through that it takes time to digest. And I've the topics I've <laughs> are really interesting to me, and that's what I, I I live for. But everyone, so sometimes if you read that book, take your time. It's not a book where you just read through. and if you then go back and let us settle into and see what of become aware of what you are living or not living. And uh, how your body responds to the vibration and the words in, in the book. <laughs> I had to say that I've been thinking about it since I started reading. It, it's a gem as well.
1: <laughs> Thank you. It's almost like a reference book. You keep wanting to, to return to various sections uh, and, uh, and continue learning from it. There's just so much wisdom and information for us all to learn how to be on our planet. As you have said, becoming one with the planet is and should be the goal. And the Do Unto Earth book teaches us uh, very nicely how to go about effecting that change in ourselves. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, and you speak about many different wisdoms. So you've speak about animal wisdom and how you communicate with animals. Uh, I've studied shamanism when I started. I, I did it for animals because my cats move me anyway in my life. Always when I come to a plateau, they move me on. When there is any recognition in what in, I do with my work, I have birds giving me the feedback. I'm alone a lot and sometimes I don't trust what I think or hear or understand or sense. But then they are my counterpart, and or then you bring um, wisdom of nature of our planet. You bring wisdom of food in your book, right? And and how we connect with water, <laughs> at the least, even how we've come to this earth. Um, What is our history? Why things changed and what can come? So it is a very, very complex, in a way, a book of the new history to be looked in in new eyes. What do you say to that in Uh
1: Those are Penelope's good questions. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, well, you know, Carol explained why Pax had contacted her and I asked a similar question when I came on board, you know, why, why me? You know, why now, which I think we discussed because mm-hmm. it's a pivotal time, but also a question was why me? And he said that you have a lot of questions, you know, I'm a journalist. So he said, Penelope, you have a lot of questions. And in fact, there'll be no end to your questions. And they're all centered around your love and care for planet earth and her animals in particular, wildlife and nature in general. So. Uh, yes, the questions are born from things that are in my consciousness and things that I work on in, in my work. And the nice thing is that uh, PAX just let me ask anything. So while it is a book about environmental repair and unity and peace on Earth, when you have the God being in front of you, because this is how Pax introduces himself. We are one with the universe, not the universe alone. We are the God being and the greater wisdom. This was the introduction. So um, when you have the God being in front of you, you're kind of like, what else can I ask? And it is tied in with environmental repair and unity. And we find out that it's all tied in. And so when... I ask questions about interstellar travel at light speed and the fuel and technology that will take us there. This is because we need to desperately need to replace our dependency on crude oil on this planet. So then we find out that these future technologies, these future fuels are going to be, we're going to be assisted in Finding out what they are by extraterrestrials. So now the ET topic comes up. So these things can't be separated. Like you can't say, "Oh, well, this is a book about, you know, just our our history, our early history on planet Earth." It absolutely is. And PAX says that we were star seeded to this planet. So one of my first questions, Mylene, was that some people think that we're aliens to this planet because humans in general seem to be very you know out of whack and and not in harmony with the natural world so pax's answer was you are indeed from light years away and this will be controversial so that conversation was about our star seeding going back into our early history that we were star seeded from many different planets and also from many different peoples from different planets and different galaxies And not only that but different times throughout our early history so this does not negate the anthropological evidence that we have found Um, early ancestors there there was evolution on this planet earth and in some cases we arrived the way we are now so again different peoples arriving from different planets in different galaxies and at different points in our history so that was really fascinating i also asked about the pyramids we all want to know how were the pyramids built how were the stones at stonehenge built so all of these things while well, they're complete fascinations to me and have been um, questions that i've always had i'm sure most of us have questions of you know what's the meaning of life what happens in heaven is there reincarnation you know all of these questions are answered and do to earth because Pax, just let me go for it. You know, there wasn't um, any holding back. And as you said, Carol is a very clear channel. Mm-hmm. So Pax chose Carol because there's something very special. And the three of us together, there's some magic there. And Pax says, a good team, we three. Mm-hmm. So we each bring our contributions and strengths to this project. And Do Unto Earth truly is like mm-hmm. no other channeled book that I've ever read. And it's a book of today. It's a book of of love. It reads like a movie, you know. While you do want to absorb it because it's like, oh, it's like you want to savor it. I think is more of the thing Not that you want really. really you want to give it such reverence, right? That you want to take it in at your own pace. And sometimes that would be a slow pace. And other times you just can't. You know, it's a page turner. <laughs> 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 Fast off. <up>. Yeah. <laughs> right? I had to scroll. I
2: don't have the original book. I can't wait to have it in my hands physically. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, we're <laughs> yeah, going to show it. Work.
2: Wait, turn it a little bit to light. Yes. Because I also love the drawing. You have animals Isn't and gorgeous? plants and flowers and humans on your
0: cover. Mm-hmm. got the um, young Aboriginal Australian with the didgeridoo and we've got Atlas holding the globe. And Pax also describes himself as, you know, like Atlas holding the globe, you know, um, here for us to support us and guide us. It's really, it's really an amazing um, work, a collaboration that is very special. And we can say that, because the information is not ours. I mean, the questions were mine. Certainly, these are topics born from my consciousness, my curiosities, and that's how Mm -hmm. I got involved. But they're, the answers are from PAX. This is from the spirit world. And the spirit world wants to talk to us, not to Carol and myself, but to us, to your audience, to the world audience, the world population. This book is a communication to and gift to the entire world population. It's a call to action. It's a prayer. It's a message of hope. And we really encourage everyone to, to get a copy because this again, this is not about us. This is a message for you. Mm.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I what I also uh, I speak a lot about taking on. Uh, now it's extremely the time we're in. A, you know, a prophet of time. I mean, the prophets knew about this time twenty twenty one twenty two, where a lot of new things are being. Uh, uh, you know, uncovered or be tumbled around so they can start again. And we always speak about the new times. For me, though, I've always been fascinating also in our primal history and what was there, because I think the last uh, for a European uh, time, the last five hundred years, thousand years, they was so di- uh, uh, incorrect, the information, what was very manipulative, uh, what was created as history, as what was being said. And we are unraveling, we're finding out that so many of these things were not true because the conquerors took over, had to find ways to, to uh, share their power, right? Or get taken in, in, in their power. But if we also go back far enough, let's go back 10,000 years or longer, there was the time we were connected with everyone out of uh, in the galaxies, yeah, in the cosmos, the star nations. There was always a very direct communication before it left. And I think the new times are gonna open us again, open up our senses to be able to start this conversation again, much finer conversation between us, because we value what we say, we concentrate even more what we bring over to another person, if I speak with you, um, right? With more love and also then, what is out there what we don't understand yet will become more open again um, to what is as we move into a natural state and that's why I love your book uh, that you both wrote because this will open also a lot of a little dormant it's like a little trigger it will help us remember it will help me remember it will help you remember um, what you are And what are you capable of and what you can implement? So Mm -hmm. this would be a question uh, maybe Carol, you want to answer. So since you have decided to write, Mm -hmm. right? And bring those words onto paper, to type those up, to put them together in a book, then to read your own book probably. How have things changed in your life? How you treat the planet? Have you noticed that you started doing things differently? And what is it so so you can give some uh, physical
1: examples or specific examples to the listener? Uh, Thank you. I, I think it's an awareness. I have a greater awareness of the responsibility of taking care of our planet, seeing things perhaps a little differently, being more responsible, when it comes to choosing, um, am I going to use something that's plastic, for example? Um, And I'm aware of things like packaging uh, in purchases from the store. What's going to happen to that? Is it going to wind up in our our great Pacific um, garbage patch? Um, I live here on the West Coast of British Columbia, right on the ocean Mm -hmm. and We are and always have been here involved with fishing and logging. These are our resources. We are also surrounded here. We are on the traditional territories of our First Nations people who were here thousands of years before us. My awareness has grown significantly about the need to return, as Pax says in the Do Unto Earth book, to the ways of our Aboriginal peoples in how they treated Mother Earth, how they respected the resources, how they did not take what they didn't need um, by way of food in, in hunting, fishing, etc. cetera, how anything they did take, they gave thanks for, and respected the spirit of that fish, or if they had to take down a tree. They believe, and Pax talks to us in the book about this, that all things have spirit. And if we live believing that, then we cannot do damage uh, to our, our planet Earth. We cannot overfish. We cannot clear-cut in logging both of which have happened here and in many other areas around the world. It's unconscionable. It's done for the purpose of um, creating monetary gain uh, for those involved in the companies responsible. There is is no way around um, condemning that practice We should never look at uh, a clear cut patch up on a hillside the same way again. We should, and Pax talks to us about becoming aware. We need to be more aware. And I have. I've become very, very aware of our responsibility as people on planet Earth to take care of our resources and each other. And again, coming back to, what you said earlier becoming one um with each other and with the planet and and if we do that um we will all be in a better position and pax talks to us about the very thing and the solutions and how to become um more conscious raising our vibration raising our level of consciousness and our awareness and um that's become uh, who I am as a result of working with Pax, And for this, I'm very grateful.
0: Yeah.
2: No, beautiful, yeah. And at any moment we can give voice to those that don't have a voice yet until we all understand, right? Uh, is I think, also our responsibility to see our planet also as our child or any mother understands how you treat your child to, and what you want for your child, to also look for that, for a beautiful piece of land or ecosystem and to uh, cherish whatever you have right in front of the door. Sometimes I think it's so easy than if you do have a garden to start planting again. Uh, and uh, I've lived for 20 years in the US and, you know, there's huge lawns and I'm thinking if we could just have less lawn all over <laughs> the world, then I can do something on my little piece of property, because I think it's very important that we don't start right. There is no principle of judgment in the cosmos. And so if we, uh, become careful not to judge also not to judge too much, what is, has been done and to become aware, as you said so beautifully about uh, my actions, your actions, our actions, and what little simple step can I do? Because it does create ripples. Maybe plant some flowers, a shrub that reminds also you that you're doing something every maybe time it flowers each year, that you put this into the earth. And if you do, look for a plant that was maybe locally in your area before, and maybe look that it's not one that comes from somewhere else in the world that was brought um, in the US and Europe. We have many plants that came, for example, from China, from different ecosystems. So look, what is really that gave the flavor to your landscape? um, Because it brings back also the language and the beauty of where you are living so that we Begin also to cherish the difference of the landscape and the areas you live in the world. That's probably a lot of you have to speak about if it is destroyed or not recognized the miniature ecosystems that exist around the world.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, as a longtime environmentalist and animal rights activist, these things are very important to me. Have been for a long time. And I think that now is the time for all of us who do care to start using our voice. And people have for some time, but I do think that it is time to ramp it up because a lot of the things that we do are total nonsense. I mean, let's be honest, you know, we have all of this plastic in use and our homes are filled with PVC piping. Plastic is what a lot of our clothes are made out of. Polyester is plastic. Our carpets are made also out of plastic. And we live very mindlessly of not um, allowing ourselves to be part of the ecosystem chain anymore. And that changed around the time of the industrial revolution. So we allowed ourselves to just not see what's happening before and after that product is in our home and in our use. So we don't know where it came from. We don't know where it goes when we're done with it. We don't know what our things are made of anymore. I mean, it's really interesting. We really don't know how many things are made out of plastic. And so there's a mindlessness that I think that while there's no judgment from the spirit world, I would say that it's also time to ask people to wake up. It's a very serious thing. And it's not just because we're poisoning our mother earth, we're poisoning ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not just, Hey, let's be nicer to the environment. This is like, it's a real thing that's come to a critical mass now and we're asked to wake up for our own sake you know we're asked to to start doing something about it to educate ourselves about our products to also know that we have the power to make this change it's not the big bad corporations and those industries that are doing it all to us we're the consumer so as the consumer we do have all the power and we need to recognize that power because everything that they are making that they are making they're making because we're buying it they're making it because we're using it and so we're shirking our responsibility every single day by continuing to be the consumer of the very things that you know we we sit in judgment about or say that wouldn't it be nice if our children had a cleaner planet Yeah, it would be nice. And it's also up to us. It's up to us to be a loud horn now to sound the alarm to, you know, as a, I I would just want to tell you, Mylene, because as an animal rights activist and a vegan, I have for most of I've been a vegan since I was a teenager. So for most of my life, I have, um, I don't judge other people. I cook meat for other people. I basically just keep my lifestyle choices to myself. And I emulate a certain lifestyle that has been rather contagious to people around me in a positive way. So that's good. However, in recent times, I would say in the last one or two years, I think it's time now for a lot of us to understand that there is a difference between, um, I've never wanted to do the approach of judging. And that's not what I would recommend for anybody because it's absolutely not about that, but it is asking us to say like, does any of this make sense? Like, does, does what we're doing to the environment make sense? Does, does it make sense that we have to have, you know, plastic food storage containers when a Mason jar will do just as well? Like, well, do, why does this make sense? And why does it matter to you? Because this is a very, real thing that touches your life it's not some esoteric thing that's out there the environment right that it's just this thing that's trending no it's it affects you and you're breathing it in these plastics also off gas so this carpet that might be in your home is off gassing so we wonder why there's so much sickness and you know cancers and attention deficit disorders like these things really do affect us so i would just say that now is a time for us to speak up in a loving way To say that, you know, we're all good people for the most part, we're all good people. So there's, there's no judgment in this. This is like, um, take your head out of the sand and look at what's really going on in the world around you and your contribution to it. You know, every time you buy something, you're making a vote. So we can't really sort of act like we're disempowered when we actually hold the power. And so I would encourage people to acknowledge their power to feel it and to be empowered by the power that they actually have. And to live in that place and buy from that place. It's a lifestyle change and it can be done.
2: Yeah, everyone.
0: uh, This is so beautifully what
2: you just said. Uh, I am a strong believer that anything in my house is medicine.
0: Mm -hmm. Or poison.
2: (laughs) My plant, anything I touch, what I have on my body, what I in my mouth where I sit on otherwise I don't need it and to have a good relationship to it and uh, even to teach us to my son yeah and I think children are much opener so to everyone listen a little bit more to your children they're so much better connected and they're bringing a new way um, this is you know where really they're going to be our way showers I, I, I love that. And yeah, so that makes is easier if you look at as medicine everything you own in a way. Then you notice the what it does for yourself. You will choose different, as I choose different, and it will impact your choices or and your actions and your whatever you buy because you'll become very particular what is for you and uh, everyone look how you feel like yeah this is important if you get anything how does it uh, make you feel and 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 carol you 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 what you channeled through this is going to help everyone understand and because they can sense the the vibration uh, to make even more aware as you said so beautifully you've become aware more aware uh, choices, right?
1: Yes, excuse me. Yes, absolutely. And it's the awareness um, that we are looking for in the readers of the Do Unto Earth book to to help them understand, to see things a little differently, to become aware of what each of us can do uh, in this world to, to make improvements and to contribute and we feel that Pax's way of sharing with us um, brings light to all of our situations and how we can deal with them to make our planet healthier and our own lifestyles. And what you've just said about medicine, you know, it is so absolutely true, um, but you've expanded it. I believe that as some things person said, um, I should remember this, that <clears throat> medicine should be our food and food should be our medicine. But expanding that, as you said, that everything in our lives should be treated as medicine. Is it good for us? We've become such a materialistic society <clears throat> that we collect things without considering um, how they're made, where they're made, will they be good for us? Uh, will they have a lifespan or will they go into um, the garbage landfill one day? And I, I certainly like what you said about that look at everything we have that we collect as being good for us, as well as expanding that to good for our environment, perhaps.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Expansion. Right? If we expand and we can sense everything uh, else that is expanding as well in, uh, with more ease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is a, has been a really beautiful conversation. And again, I'm so honored that you took time to come and speak with everyone. But I would love to ask you how you can be reached. I'll put notes in... Um, I'll write everything, how people can reach you into the notes. But I would love you to share how people can reach you next to buying your book. (laughs) And I'll start with you, Carol. How can people reach you? Where?
1: Well, pardon me. Um, My personal website is just my name, carolsereneborgens.com. And that is linked through the paxwisdom.com website where everything is contained links to purchasing the book on Amazon, links to Penelope, and links uh, to myself. And Penelope will give you her direct websites.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Yes. yes, then please do. The website for the Institute is viralenergyinstitute.com. My website as an author is penelopegenehayes.com and as Carol said, paxwisdom.com is also a great place to visit. And that's paxwisdom.com.
2: Yeah. And as I, you have the word, Penelope, could you, what would you like to give the a listener a tip that comes out of this moment, out of this conversation?
0: I would like to say that as we always like to try to end our conversations with people to encourage them to understand that they have the answers within themselves. Mm -hmm. And so while channeling is an amazing modality and um, education is an amazing modality and religions are great for some people, all of these things are wonderful in their own context, but to understand that you have within yourself the ability to tap into your own knowledge, your own inner intuition, your own six sensibilities, to access your own higher self, Mm -hmm. that we don't have to look to outside sources, that the answers are within us, and that we will never steer us wrong, because we are connected to the one and the whole and the everything. And you know, the spirit world and the universal intelligence and universal love energy is not something outside of us. It is part of our beingness, we are one with it. And we need only to practice that and encourage it more by trusting in it. And the more that we tap into our higher selves, and our own intuitions, the more our intuitions will start working for us.
2: You both are a perfect uh, inspiration for everyone at that (laughs) point. Thank you. And Carol, what would you like to... Well, if I
1: may, I'll leave you with a direct quote from Pax, who said, live your best, love all, and follow your heart. Do kindness and practice respect for all. Also, he said, believe and trust in yourself, to be your highest and best and that's a direct quote from Pat's to us Oh, so beautiful and i share that with your audience
2: very very beautiful we have to come together again to speak in more detail about some of those topics because you both bring so much wisdom as well and yes we are all bringing our wisdom together and supporting each other to move to this one is the one mind the one light the one sound uh, the one intent and, you know the list goes on and it's a beautiful journey and we three are here for you to ask questions to ask for support and we're curious of what you have to bring to us so come to the Facebook page. Now I've already started Twitter and Telegram. So there are places to interact and uh, so you don't feel alone. And I hope you've been inspired a little bit to look everything in your life as a medicine, to become curious and to ask questions. So thank you for listening to the moving. Thank you.